Welcome to uh, Death Rattle. Uh, I'm your host, Greg Williams. Um, this is a podcast uh, about all things funeral and cemetery, uh, and um, even just questions you were always wanted to ask and were afraid to. Um, I, uh, I know a lot of stuff about the business, don't know it all, um, but uh, I would, would love to help in any way I can or anything. I've got some information I'm going to give out today, uh, and... Um, just some basic information that I've got to, to, to want to go over with. But first and foremost, I wanted to um, thank uh, or, or recognize a few people. Uh, just want to let everybody know that we're coming to you from the uh, per- Perimeter Roofing Studios uh, in the Country Inn and Suites uh, in, on Rockbridge Road in Stone Mountain. Um, want to thank them for letting us use this beautiful establishment uh, and allowing us to use the space to record in today. Um, but all this is made possible, uh, by in results radio network. Um, so you can visit them at, uh, in that's in results with a Z at the end, not an S. Okay. And click on uh, live shows when you get on there. Um, and you'll see my beautiful face. I'm smiling if you can't tell, um, and everything. So, uh, just to kind of get started, uh, with everything I, um, just kind of recap, I, work at Eternal Hills uh, Funeral Home and Memory Gardens in Snellville, Georgia. I am a licensed funeral director and balmer. My position at uh, the funeral home and cemetery is the general manager, so I've been doing this for a little while. So I'm uh, over the cemetery and the funeral home, um, deal with a lot of families uh, on a lot of different aspects of um, the death care industry uh, and everything. So I, I get a lot of questions and have gotten a lot of questions over the years. Uh, I try to answer everything I can, uh, and I'll tell you very quickly if I know it or don't. Uh, if I don't know it, I uh, do what I can to find out what the uh, proper answer is. Um, so what I wanted to talk to you all about today is um, a lot of myths and, and um, uh, you know, pre- uh, Sorry. Uh, yeah, what? Preconceived notions. Preconceived notions. Yeah, there you go. Fe- Thank you. I appreciate was, that. I was, I was I there for to, you. Like a pop-up I appreciate that. You're welcome. It's, yeah, my needle got stuck there, so I appreciate you bumping, Going the, vinyl bumping the player. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, we have uh, some a lot of information at the funeral home and everything, and I was just kind of going through some stuff the other day, and I found this really neat um, deal that we have. It says uh, 12 foolish reasons to ignore pre- pre-made or pre-need arrangements for cremation. A lot of uh, a lot of myths out there. A lot of information that people don't don't know about cremation. They think it uh, that you have to um, do it one way and one way only. Um, well, that's not really the case. Um, there are numerous um, ways that uh, you can uh, you know honor your loved one with cremation. But but the main reason I want to talk to you today is about um, you know prearranging everything. A lot of people don't know that you can go in and and prepay uh, and prearrange everything where you have the say in what happens to you. Um, and that way you don't leave that burden on your families. Uh, that's, uh, that's not something you want to do. And what better gift can you give your family than making those arrangements for them so they don't have to take that pressure off of them uh, and everything. So, uh, again, there are 12 of these reasons. Um, they're, they're a little bit... Um, this is, uh, you know, a little tongue in cheek, uh, just so, so know that, but, uh, but there's a lot of good of information in here and everything. So, uh, I'm just going to jump right into, uh, uh, foolish reason. Number one, 
Um, my family knows uh, that I want to be cremated, and that's all the pre-arrangements pre that I have to make. Well, it's not really the case, unfortunately. Um, just because they know that you want that, the process and everything after death still has to take place. Uh, we have to have the proper um, signatures, uh, proper permissions and everything before the cremation can take place, and it still has to be paid for. Um, so by prearranging this, um, you can do that for them. Uh, you know, you can make monthly payments, you can pay it in full, but once you make those arrangements, no matter how long it takes to fulfill that contract, uh, you lock the price in at uh, that day's price, uh, which is awesome. You can save a lot of money. I've, I've waited on families who, who uh, their mother, father, loved one, uh, prearranged, gosh, as far back as 20 years prior, uh, and paid very minimal amount, you know, for a cremation. Um, I've had some that were, you know, in the $400 range. Uh, and today's price uh, would be quite a bit more than that, uh, depending on where you go, what funeral home you use, um, and everything. Uh, so they saved that family a, a, a lot of money. Uh, not only that, but a lot of uh, decision-making uh, and burden that was would be put on them uh, to have to make those decisions. Uh, the, the one regret a lot of people have that I talk to is, gosh, did mom really want that? Um, you know, and you'll never know. Um, but this way, if you go in and you make all those arrangements and you make all those decisions for your family, then guess what? They know that's what you wanted because you chose it. So, so Greg, I just got a question just sitting there. So do you notice people, uh, the family who's lost a loved one, this, the stress being so much reduced when they already know it's what the wishes were? Oh, most definitely. I've, I've talked to families, um, at length regarding that very thing. Um, you know, they come in and really the only information that they, that we have to get from them is, um, you know, the, the information for death certificates and things like that, what we want to put in the obituary, uh, and things really pretty easy stuff. They don't have to, you know, make the decision of, gosh, did mom really want to be cremated or did, or would they prefer to be buried or have a service at a church or have a service at our chapel or, um, or anything like that, um, donated, you know, you, you know, that is a, a viable option that you can donate your body to, to science. Um, it's not as easy as people think, but, but it is a viable <laughs> option. Um, and, uh, you know, this way, when they come in and all that's right there on the paper already, um, they have already, uh, told their family members, Hey, I went ahead and took care of this. Here's all the paperwork. All you have to do is walk in sit down with this and they'll take care of you. I've made all the decisions. Nice. Um, so that's great. Um, and they can make all the decisions up to, I mean, every minute detail or be a little bit more vague. Uh, we have, uh, families that come in that have actually picked out the color of flower, um, the poems that they want to put in the service folders, um, who the pallbearers are, uh, and things like that with cremation. Some of that still applies. Some of it doesn't. Uh, depending on what uh, what they choose, a lot of people don't don't know that um, with cremation, you can actually have a full service with a viewing, uh, and then uh, and then go to a crematory as opposed to going to a cemetery after the service, uh, whether that's in the church or a chapel again, um, or just a simple cremation where only a cremation takes place where there's no viewing or anything like that. So 
there's a, a, a wide variety or a large uh, range of things that could happen. Um, and, you know, we offer the um, ease and convenience of sitting down with a, a counselor or uh, a funeral director and walking you through that whole process so that you don't have to try to make those decisions by yourself. If you have, if something comes up, any questions or anything like that, we're there to answer those for you. Um, so, uh, so that is one, uh, one foolish reason. Uh, number one, let's, uh, let's move on to foolish reason. Number two, it says, uh, I don't care, uh, what they do to me after I'm dead. Um, I hear that a lot. It's not really the case. <laughs> um, so, uh, it says, uh, your family, uh, you may not, but your family definitely cares what they do with you. Okay. So again, if you have that attitude, you walk in with that, uh, on your brain, uh, that, oh, I'm dead. You do what, do what you want with me. Um, that's not easy for a family member that's standing there. Yeah. Cause they're, they're still here. Yeah. They're <laughs> still here. They have to make those decisions. Right. They have to know where, where you're going. Um, do we want to put mom or dad on the mantle? Uh, do we want to, you know, send, uh, you know, scatter them at sea? Do we want to, you know, believe it or not, there's actually an option now. We can send them into space. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. There's three options. You can send them into space. You can um, actually have them in a vessel up there where they actually are in orbit around the Earth. Wow. Or you can actually take the um, cremated remains themselves and just release them into space where they just float wherever uh and the other one is um uh to send them into um like uh deeper space deep space how about that i didn't know that yeah it's incredible it's 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 really pretty interesting what all you can do there's a i do know there's a place uh or a, a company in uh california i believe uh that will actually take your cremated remains and put them in fireworks how about that and you can go out on the bay in your boat and have a fireworks show to celebrate your life. Um, so, um, again, the uh, options are, especially with cremated remains, are pretty much endless. Um, that's, uh, so that's, that's the, the odd thing. But uh, getting back to our, our statement, to it says, you know, I don't care what they do with me after I'm dead. Again, your family cares. Uh, your family needs to have that closure. Um, and by you prearranging things, you help them with that. So um, you show them that you do care. You care not only for them, but you care for um, what what happens to you after death. Um, everybody really, you know, they like to, to say that. I don't care. Throw me in a ditch um, or whatever. Throw me in the trash. I've heard people say that, believe it or not. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, you know, a lot of that's just um, off the cuff, um, tongue-in-cheek things, but um, – you know, when it comes right down to it, you really do care. And, and by, by going in and making these arrangements and, and taking care of all that, um, it, uh, it shows that it shows that you care for your family also. Okay. Uh, the third foolish reason, uh, is I don't want, uh, any kind of funeral. Um, that's one of the reasons I want to be cremated. Well, that's fine. You don't have to have a funeral. Um, you you know, you can do uh, what's called an immediate cremation, meaning that um, your family comes in and gives us 
again, gives us all the permissions, signs all the proper forms. We take the, uh, uh, the, that information and have you cremated, and then we release those cremated remains to your family. Um, and then it's, then at that point, um, there is no service, uh, and that your family is responsible for what they do with you. Again, there are endless options on that end. Um, so, um, yes, you may choose cremation, uh, but you're, um, you're only look, uh, I'm sorry, you're only fooling yourself to think that, uh, that that means that, uh, that no one plans, uh, to do anything with those afterwards see and we're in studio here greg and we're getting um we're getting some lightning bolts so being, <laughs> i mean people better be listening to us exactly i mean these are the real deal exactly so if you if you hear a uh an awkward pause on my <laughs> yeah. part um, he, he's trying not to get by electricity exactly exactly um so you can actually feel the hair on the back of your neck raise that's up a little right bit, so uh but you know that's uh that's life in georgia that's right if you don't like the weather uh, right now, you just wait a few minutes, and it'll probably change. It will. That's true. Um, so, That's true. Uh, foolish reason number four. Uh, let someone else make the plans. I have more important things to think about. Um, well, that's that's not fair to your family um, because, uh, you know, that's a burden that you're putting on them uh, by doing that. Uh, that, uh, you know, if you take the time to think about what you want to do, um, and everything, they don't have to do that. They can be, um, grieving family members, uh, because, you know, uh, the loss, the loss of a, of a loved one is a process. You have to deal with it. Um, and if you, um, put even more burden on them, that's, uh, that's not a, that's not a good gift to give your family, to leave your family. Uh, we, we said in a previous show, I just want to ask your uh, thoughts on this, Greg, but, you know, where people take all this time to plan their wedding, and you said they're not all that yeah. different, but that's because that's what they want a certain Bible verse read or who they want there and all this stuff. But on the other side, if you don't take any planning, it's just you're dumping it on somebody to exactly. s- make assumptions. Exactly. Okay. Um, yeah, that's, uh, um, believe it or not, that's actually one of the, Oh, um, the I didn't things see I'm the gonna sheet. be talking about. I didn't I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see the sheet. I was hiding okay. lightning. I was okay. We're um, <laughs> we can um, we can skip ahead uh, and then go back. Uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm relatively flexible uh, in that that end. Of it. But what it um, you know one of the things is on the same end is uh, you know as a um, just as a human being or a, a family member or something like that, you you take out uh, insurance for your car. In case something happens, you take out homeowner's insurance. What if, you know, during a storm like this, a tree falls on your house or lightning strikes it, then you're ready. Uh, and, and things. So prearranged, uh, funeral is pretty much the same thing. Mm-hmm. So you're ready. You want to have it planned. You want, you want everything to be taken care of. Um, so that, um, you know, you're not caught off guard because the, one of the things I, I see a lot when I sit down with families, especially families that, um, are not very experienced with death and things like that, or never had to go through anything is, uh, of course, when they sit down and we talk about what they want. And then, um, one of the hardest parts of my job is to tell them, okay, now you have to pay me. (laughs) Um, and then they see how much they have to pay. Um, not that we're overly expensive or anything, but it's just not something that's expected. Right. Um, I don't, sit around and i'm sure you don't i'm sure a lot of people don't sit around and think 
oh, I wonder how much it would cost me to be cremated. <laughs> I wonder how much that would be. I wonder how much a casket is. Um, that's just not common um, thought process or anything like that. So, um, so, so going in and, and doing the prearrangement and everything, uh, again, I keep going back to this, takes a lot of the burden off your family. Um, where you make all those decisions um, and and everything. So, um, but here's a uh, another foolish reason: um, cremation is cheap, so I'm not worried about the financial burden on my family. It's cheap today; <laughs> might not be cheap tomorrow. Because um, because cr- is that the practice of Greg? I'm going to ask just a couple of dumb questions. Uh, 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 most places they they lock you in. They lock you in when you purchase yeah when you when when you come in if you come in and say you and your your wife come in and to make pre-arrangements so that your daughter um, doesn't have to do that um so the day you come in mm-hmm. you make those decisions for um whether it's a direct cremation with no services or a full service with cremation afterwards um whatever the prices are that day um when you sign that contract they're going to stay that way gotcha um so they're locked in so when you walk in or your daughter walks in 20, 30 years from now and has to um, make those final arrangements for you, um, you know, you can you can sleep better at night knowing that she really doesn't have to pay for a whole lot. Uh, the things that we can't cover in, in, in pre-arrangements and things are things we can't control. Taxes. Nobody can control taxes. No. Nope. Um, it's like death and taxes. Exactly. You, put them you found a way. You found a way to get the phrase in there. There you go. Um, but uh, like uh, you know, uh, honorariums from ministers, copies of death certificates, and things like that that we that I don't control. That I so I can't I can't lock those in um, or anything. But everything else that that is, that we are able to control, we do have the ability to put that on um, that prearrangement and cover it. Uh, and again, I mentioned this earlier. Um, to make it a little bit more convenient for folks, we don't even have to, um, you don't have to pay it in full right then. You can make payments, monthly payments up to five years. Um, and, uh, so, and then that money is placed into, uh, in most cases is placed into an insurance policy, um, where it's protected, where we cannot touch it until a death has occurred. Um, so, so it is protected. Um, uh, so that's another great thing about that. So, as far as the financial end of this, where it says, um, you know, the uh, the reason said that uh, cremation is cheap. Again, um, everything goes up. Um, prices go up every year. No matter what business you're in, you're always going to see an increase. So what may be what you consider cheap today, you know, if you live for another 20, 25 years, it's probably not going to be that cheap then, um, or as cheap anyway. Um, so... So just think about that end of it. Um, foolish reason number six. Uh, okay, I'll prearrange the cremation. Uh, after that, I've taken care of everything. Okay? Um, you've taken care of the cremation. That's about it. Um, so, uh, again, I, and, and I mentioned this a little bit earlier also, is what are you, you going to, or what is your family going to do with the cremated remains afterwards? Um, what are your ashes going to be? You know, are they going to be put on the, mantle are they going to be uh placed in a niche or uh in a columbarium uh or even buried in a cemetery um a lot of a lot of folks just don't know that those are options um you know um you could always uh 
take them and again we can you know there, there's endless things that you can do with with the uh, cremated remains uh, and everything that uh, that people just don't aren't aware of. Uh, I heard a statistic one time that um, uh, when people take cremated remains home, um, I think it was eighty percent of them wind up in a closet. Wow! Um, so uh, you know everybody's got good intentions when they when they walk out with with the cremated remains and everything, and um, you know. But life happens. Um, so yeah, didn't have that meet the parents mantle. Yeah, right? I, I was just actually I was just thinking about that. Um, oh, so um, you know that's that's always the uh, hopefully worst case scenario. <laughs> that is the uh, worst but, case. <laughs> um, uh, never really heard of that happening or even seen it. Luckily, <laughs> um, but uh, you know anything's possible. That's right. Uh, so foolish reason number seven. Uh, I hope they scatter my ashes uh, on the golf course. Uh, at my beach house or maybe even in my rose garden. Well, um, that's a great idea, except, um, think about this. First of all, uh, on a golf course, uh, if you are a member of a country club or something like that and you get permission, of course, you, you know, anytime you scatter, you have to have permission from the owner and you scatter, uh, the cremated remains in the uh, bunker on the 18th green because you know your husband loved that. So what happens in a few years when you are not as financially sound and you are not able to be a member of that country club anymore? Interesting. Um, you know, uh, and you're not allowed to just go out there and visit anytime you want. So you have to leave those there. Um, and, um, you know, your rose garden, same thing. What if uh, you put those out there and for some reason you have to move? And then they're scattered. How are you going to collect them after the the years and take a, take the cremated remains with you or something of that nature? Uh, believe it or not, I have a a very close friend who uh, whose father passed away um, when he was very young, when my friend was young, not, not his father. Um, and they had him cremated, and then um, he his he asked his mother what he wanted what they wanted to do with him, and she says. Just go out there and bury him under the rose bush. Um, okay. He did. Well, now, several years later, he no longer lives in that town, nor does any of his family, um, and his father's still in the same place. Wow. In somebody's backyard. So, um, so you know, you, you, you got to think about all that, that kind of stuff. Um, uh, again, scattering. Um, a lot of cemeteries don't even allow scattering. I, my cemetery doesn't. Um, if you want to just walk someplace and, and scatter cremated remains somewhere, again, you have to have permission from the owner of that property. Uh, so does scatter just kind of go out and yeah. throw them? Okay. Yeah. Um, so. All right, just can't see our picture, but we're kind of just shake, shaking, the, <laughs> shaking the ashes, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, um, I, you know, that's, uh, that's something that people think that you can just do anywhere. Um, but you can't because, you know, when it comes down to it, those are human remains. Uh, no matter no matter what form they're in, Interesting. Yeah, they, they, are, yeah. they are human remains. And depending on the crematory you use, uh, the consistency of those cremated remains are totally different. So some are more like sand. Um, some of them are more like a uh, cornmeal, I guess, for lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. uh, and then some of them are not even that fine. So there are... 
uh, larger remnants and things like that that you probably don't want to have on a um, a path in your rose garden or something like that. Um, so, uh, you know, a lot of different things to think of. So foolish reason number eight, uh, my family would never come visit me. Well, you don't know that. <laughs> um, you know, you may think that because you, because you as an individual don't go visit people. Your family may want to do that. We, we get that a lot where, uh, people think, oh gosh, nobody will ever come see me and, and everything. And those are usually the ones that have more visitors than anybody at our cemetery. Um, so, um, you know, when you're making these prearrangements and everything, involve your family and ask them those questions. You know, would you like to, a place to go visit? I personally am a traditionalist. I like having a place to go visit loved ones and, and um, you know, place flowers or place trinkets or whatever uh, out there. Uh, there are people that aren't that way, um, but, you know, if you don't give them that option or give them that choice, um, then you just never know. So, um, foolish reason number nine, visiting a family grave never really makes me feel comfort. <laughs> so, uh, again, <laughs> everyone's different. Um, you as an individual may think that's just creepy or weird to walk into a cemetery and, and, and talk to, uh, a piece of grass. Uh, or an area where a loved one is buried uh, and things. But we also have, you know, I've seen families come out and have picnics um, out there on their loved one's grave or have uh, family dinners in the cemetery to celebrate birthdays and things like that. Because, you know, when it comes down to it is that individual that they're there to visit or celebrate is uh, was a huge part of their life at one point and continue to be. Um, so their memory stays alive that way. Uh, almost done. Uh, we're on number 10. Uh, the 10th foolish reason, it says, um, I think land should be used for the living. <laughs> so um, the neat thing about cremated remains is they don't take up a whole lot of space. Mm-hmm. So there's all kinds of um, options uh, in, in a lot of cemeteries out there that are uh, called cremation gardens. We at uh, Eternal Hills have uh, recently opened a new cremation garden where we have a lot of different options, uh, such as uh, columbariums. Uh, what that is is a structure that has um, niches. Um, it's it Basically, it's, it's a mausoleum for cremated remains. Uh, and you can place those in there, uh, and you can mark that space, have a place to visit. Uh, we also have private columbariums out there where they have a smaller version where a couple uh, sets of cremains can be there, like a couple, like your mom and dad, or or something of that nature um, can be placed in there. But always a place to go and visit. Um, but it's also a place to put the cremated remains if you don't want to have them in your house or uh, or anything. Um, but it's a, it's an, uh, it's a great on- place to honor your loved ones and their memory uh, and the person that they were. Um, because, you know, you, you always, no matter where they're at um, as a final resting place, they're always going to be with you in spirit or anything. But uh, you want to go visit them and pay homage to them. Okay. Uh, number 11. Uh, it says, I really want to scatter my ashes. Okay. So we kind of touched on that a little bit. Um, 
again, scattering ashes, um, have in most cases have to be in a, uh, specific area. I have a lot of people that, that say, Oh, he loves stone mountain. We can just go out there and scatter them. And I have to advise them. You really can't, you have to go through the proper channels. You have to and ask that, permission. Is that because of the human, human remains, mm-hmm. correct? Okay. Yeah. yeah I, so. I wasn't even thinking about that. I mean, when you, it got me thinking in a new way when she said it. That's interesting. Yeah, it's very important to consider. Yeah, that's um, that's just one of those those things that people don't just don't think of. They think they can just go anywhere and put them uh, places because you know you got to think about where you scatter them. You know, if it rains, where are they going to go? Because they're not going to stay right there. Um, so they're going to drain somewhere. They're going to who knows? Uh, it just depends on what you want to do. But you know, it, you can't go up the 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 lift at Stone Mountain and dump them out the window because uh, then they'll be all they'll be everywhere. Not only that, but they'll be on people uh, and things. You just got to think about that kind of mm. stuff. Okay, um, being in the business, uh, I think about a lot of that stuff. You know, I, I've been called weird on several occasions. Well, more than a several, more than several <laughs> occasions. So, well, you um, join the club. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Um, sometimes being weird is 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 kind of nice. Um, uh, 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 I consider it more unique than weird. Right. Um, so, um, so anyway, the last foolish reason that says I need more information about cremation. Um, so that, that in itself is a, is a foolish reason not to prearrange just not knowing what your options are. Um, so, uh, I know that was a little comical what we just talked about and everything. Um, but, but bottom line, what I'm trying to get through to everyone is, um, you know, think about this stuff. Think about going in and um, helping take some of the burden off of your family uh, when the time does come that they have to go in and sit down in front of a guy like me um, that um, is asking them all these questions. What do you want to do with mom? You know, well, we want to have her cremated. What do you want to do with her afterwards? Um, and things like that. So just maybe something to think about. Um, uh, I. Uh, again, want to let everybody know that, that um, I uh, am the general manager at Eternal Hills Funeral Home and Memory Gardens. Um, feel free to call me there and ask me any questions that you have or anything. I will give you my email address if you want to email me a um, a uh, question uh, or anything. It's uh, Gregory dot Williams at dignitymemorial.com. That's Gregory.Williams at DignityMemorial.com. If that dot's not in between my names, <laughs> I will never see it. That's right. Um, and everything. So uh, I believe I'm at the end of my time. Um, uh, again, it flew by. Um, I'm I'm getting used to this. Um, well, you did great. Just talking. You did great. Uh, I mean, it's really helpful. I just want to say for people such as me that, you know, you stay busy and then don't consider these things which you see daily so i think you've really educated our audience and uh hope they'll you know reach out with further questions yeah i appreciate that and uh, again i wanted to uh just just give a shout out to um uh, a couple well more than a couple people um to uh the folks at perimeter roofing for uh sponsoring this uh the studio here uh to the um country inn and suites here in stone mountain uh, for letting us use this room to record in and last but certainly not least um in results uh radio network um and again i'm gonna give give them a plug go to in results that's results with a z at the end of it 
dot com and click on um, live shows and you can see not only here me but there are several other options yeah, about shows eight, about eight uh, ten shows yeah yeah Ryan's on there and he loves to talk oh you know, I do so, uh, I do but I've been quiet today <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, again um, send me questions whatever you know no matter how bizarre you think they are sometimes that's kind of fun to figure out the answers to those if I don't know the answer I will find somebody who does and find out for you um, so um, thanks for listening um, and I'll see you on the next show.